genre. Hi everyone and welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are talking about the 1991 live action Turtles sequel, The Secret of the Ooze, 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 <laughs> The Secret of the Secret of the Utes. <laughs> One pure genius minute at a time. I am Scott Tofty with me again as always my co-host Chris O'Connor. Uh what was that word? Rachel Gatlin. Hello. Adam Sheehan. Hello. And joining us from a free podcast, yes, a free podcast, not the free podcast, a free podcast, Isn't ladies and gentlemen, free... it's Duff. Hi, Duff. Hello, hello. Welcome back. I am. Thank you. I am amazed that you managed to find the train, seeing uh, as the derailment from yesterday's episode was so <laughs> massive. <laughs> welcome, welcome aboard. I pulled myself from the rubble. Yeah, <laughs> I think we all did. Yesterday got weird. But in a good way. Um, in a everyone doesn't have enough hair to put it in a ponytail, but we're going to do it anyway kind of way. <laughs> I don't, and I do. <laughs> um, well, we're here at minute 72, and uh, 72 starts with a bunch of people running up a bunch of stairs in the Dock Shore Club and ends with Kino uh, being a little <laughs> whiny and... Uh, you know, not not really being into meditating. So mini raff. You know, needs I to have. get his mindfulness on. Yeah, this is one of those minutes where I'm kind of like, oh yeah, Kino's in this movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> like there's there's a bunch of stuff that happens, and then oh Kino, hey. Um, I said it last minute. I'll say it again. I really enjoy the camaraderie between Professor Perry and Donatello. The other thing I really enjoy is our former guest uh, Ariel. R2 Ninja Turtle, uh, memorizing lines and spitting them to us from her memory. And I really, really wish that she had uh, been able to do every minute of the show because this would have been a good one to do from mm. memory. There's a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of science going on in this dialogue. <laughs> and uh, I think she would do really well at it. Anyone want to try? Does anyone else have this memorized? No. No, that's because she's a freak of nature, and it's amazing. <laughs> Pure genius, and I love, I love how when when Donnie does the second genius, like he's sort of like pointing at him. His left hand, it's like he's pointing with his like, uh, like. Well, I mean, they've only got like a few fingers, but it's like his pinky finger. It's like he's pointing with his pinky finger. Like, Aha! Yeah. It's- well, e- even before that, as as they're under the staircase, and Perry is you know yelling at him about you know the the expulsion of CO two is retarding the mutagenic process or whatever. Donnie rests his elbow on the stairs and just starts rubbing his forehead like he's so frustrated and and thinking hard. And I just like that is a great Leaf Tilden moment of of bodysuit work right there. Science is hard. Rachel, your dad does that when he thinks real hard. Yeah. (laughs) He does that, like, same... This homework assignment sucks. Yeah. I find myself doing that. That's genetics for you. (laughs) Here's something that confuses me. So this movie spoon-feeds the audience a lot of stuff, right? Like... Plot points. A lot of exposition. Uh, like, look, here comes more people. Everyone says the same thing four times. You're right. There's a lot of exposition, correct? We all agree with this? Yes. Okay. What planet were the writers on where they're like, oh, 
kids are going to understand everything Professor Perry says right here. Especially when we throw a word like retarding right. into, the, into the equation. You know how hard as a music teacher it is to teach a kid about how to gradually slow down at the end of a piece of music using the <laughs> Italian, you know, the Latin? And they're just like, nah. like eighth graders. Every year, you can't get past it, ladies and gentlemen. There's a retard at the end of this piece. Yeah, look what you said. I get so mad at them. To I be fair, so that is that's funny. <laughs> You're not helping. It's classical music, damn it. But like the writers are like, this is this is one of those things. Like, good job on them. Like, put it out there. Let the audience soak it up. We know what he means. You don't have to explain it. Donatello didn't look at the fire extinguisher and go, oh yeah. There's CO2 in those. There's carbon dioxide in those. We should spray it down their throats, which is what you would expect him to do in this film, right? Yes. Which makes, uh, I'll talk about this tomorrow, makes the next minute kind of unsettling. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, every time I see this particular minute, I always think they're going to turn on a fog machine or... Like something like that. And then it surprises me when they grab the fire extinguisher. I don't know why. Because I know what's going to happen. But <laughs> I kind of just thought they were going to shove them under the soda fountain. Well, I was just about to say, it's a missed opportunity to get a uh, Diet Pepsi tie-in. <laughs> like he just picks up a two liter bottle of Diet Pepsi. And he's just like, genius. It's the choice of a new generation. <laughs> and then they like smile at the camera. So and then like Ray Charles they... runs by in the background for some reason. Why did they need to go under the staircase? Just well, clearly the acoustics are better down there. They can hear each other. It seems like the fight has been clearly limited to that circle radius. They will not step outside that. It's very professional. It's, yeah. it's a lumberjack match. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very good point. Um, I, I don't, I don't know why they pulled them aside. Like it, I, I would have to say it's something to do with the fact that he wants Donatello to be able to hear him and, and they had yeah. to go elsewhere. Old, old man Perry can't like, you know, he just doesn't like shouting in the club. Yeah. Um, I was going to do this last minute, but we went long. So I'm going to do it this minute. I thought it would be a treat if I read the lyrics for Ninja rap to you guys. Oh boy. <laughs> um, Spoken word. It all right. Everybody's yeah, we need like a, a walking bass line for this. <laughs> so okay, ready? Here we go. <clears throat> Yo, it's the Green Machine going to rock the town without being seen. Have you ever seen a turtle get down? Slamming and jamming to the new swing sound. He's referencing New Jack Swing, the musical style that was uh, predominant in the early 1990s. Uh, okay. Yeah, everybody, let's move. Vanilla is here with, ready, the New Jack Groove. Gonna rock and roll this place with the power of the Ninja Turtle bass. Iceman, you know I'm not playing. Devastate the show while the turtles are saying, Ninja ninja rap and then it goes on and goes on with the go wait is he referring to himself or is there kind of a call and response thing he is referring to himself as a ninja did you catch that the turtles are saying go ninja go uh, ninja ninja rap right Mm -hmm. but vanilla ice is the one rapping so he's in the song he's saying the turtles are telling him to rap more and telling him to go ninja he's not saying it to them He's saying the turtles are saying it to him. This is kind of like how uh, we've never actually heard the Monster Mash because the Monster Mash is about the Monster Mash. (laughs) 
Oh my god. That's true. Well, is the monster mash a sound or is it a dance? I think it's a dance. It's a dance. Because he did the mash. Oh, right, yeah. It but was I like we still don't know what it is. We don't know what it looks because like. Because the song true. titled yeah. Monster Mash is just telling us about how awesome it is. Yeah, it does, it's not like, it's, again, unlike the electric slide, it doesn't tell us what to do. Isn't there a version of the Monster Mash where they kind of say something about like hopping to the left or something or some? Are some you, are you like thinking, are you thinking of time, time warp, warp from yeah. <laughs> Rocky Horror Picture oh, Show? Yeah, I am. Jeez. <laughs> Although I, that I, might I as well them up be in my mind. There's no reason that couldn't be the Monster Mash. I mean, they're both on my Halloween dance party mix. I could see how <laughs> that could happen. He did the mash. He did the Rocky Mash. And then a step to the right. <laughs> <laughs> they kind of go together. Um, but wait, there's more verses. Shall Rocky. we continue? <laughs> yeah, is, is it going. just go ninja go? Oh no, there's word words. Here we go. Oh, Ready? Word words. Oh, <laughs> yeah, this is the, the depth of the the lyrics. Give me the give me the lyrics. <clears throat> okay, verse two. <sighs> lyrics. Fill in the gap. Drop that bass and get the ninja rap. Feel it, if you know what I mean. Give it up for those heroes in green. Just flowing, smooth with the power, kicking it up hour after hour. Because in this life, there's only one winner. You better aim straight so you can hit the center. Uh, Okay, wait. In it to win it. In it to win it with a team of four. Ninja Turtles that you gotta adore. It's Uh, the Ninja Ninja Rap Go Ninja uh, Go. Yeah. It's almost like they said, hey, we need a song in 20 minutes. Well, I mean, it... It fits within continuity because in the beginning of this whole sequence, you have that moment where Ice is like, oh, I have an idea for a whole entire song. So, like, I can believe that he came up with that in the 30 <laughs> seconds it's, that he uh, had to come up with that. It, or this it, is the first draft. It's like when Marty McFly or, does uh, Johnny Be Good. Just, uh, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh or, my God! Is Vanilla Ice a time traveler? I was just gonna say that. Like, oh, I somehow fell into a time loop. He's already seen this movie, a time and somehow warp. he <laughs> finds himself in it, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I've seen this movie, and I've written this song already." <laughs> <laughs> How did the words go? Oh man, I st- I, I like the idea yet, but... of Vanilla Ice as a time traveler. All right, there's another I... verse. Ready? <laughs> all right, third all right. verse. All right, villains, you better run and hide. Because one day you might not slide. So choose your weapon, don't slip. Vanilla's in control with the flex of the mic grip. Rocking ah. the crowd the way it should be rocked <laughs> with the Miami drop that you like a lot. I don't understand that. Maybe he's from Miami. I don't know. You know it's hitting like a ninja turtle when the bass kicks in. You better check your level. Oh, God. The power of the ninja is strong, and this is my favorite part. Fight the crooks till they're all gone. Uh. <laughs> I, I just want to point out that there was a moment there where one of his lyrics included the word lyrics. Yes. <laughs> yes. Lyrics fill in the gap. Yup. <laughs> I, I feel like that was written on the page that they were writing these lyrics on, and they're like, "We'll get back to this. We need lyrics to fill in the gap." <laughs> this, this, here. Is our, like, this is our this is our fail safe fallback, and that's what became. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I look. 
It's not a Again, good song. Again, I don't want to dis. It's not a good song. <laughs> I don't want to disparage Vanilla Ice because he had a hit song and I don't. Uh, but this is not Partners in Crime, man. This look when you compare this orange to that apple, uh, it's it's clear who did their homework. So really. this, yeah, I, I have a good. That's true. I have a question about that's this. fair. What? Okay. Let's say that this movie is uh, remade today. What is the 2019 equivalent of, or who is singing it? Is a better question. Pitbull. Mm. Pitbull. I think Pitbull. No, no. Uh, I mean, like equivalent, because Pitbull's time has passed, right? He's but kinda, he's yeah. still everywhere. He's, is he? He's still guesting a lot. Look, the fact uh, that I still know. Who um, I think Pitbull he's is. actually changed his name to featuring Pitbull now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, uh, p- uh, Post Malone. Ooh, that's, yeah, okay. That's a good choice. Fe- featuring Cardi B. And Little ah, Yakity. Little Yakity. Isn't that a guy, Little Yakity? And then the song would be very inappropriate. I feel like I'm picking on him a little with my choice, but uh, I think it's very apt. I think it's uh, Lil Nas X. Because mm. he seems nice enough, but I, I don't see his star shining very long. Well... I don't know any of the words you just said. Or Chance the oh. Rapper. He's got that uh, Doritos commercial. Yeah. Lil Nas X. <laughs> Lil Nas X is the Old Town Road guy. Oh, okay. No, I do know that guy. Gotcha. All right. Yeah, no, that's good. I'd go with that. I'm not up on hip hop anymore. Mm-mm. I'm. This is my failing as a music teacher is I'm not a a, a, a hip hop guy. The kids end up We're teaching old. me. I am old. It's a. It's a, it's. I can't do anything about it anymore. I will give. I will give this to Ice though. This song is still worlds, worlds better than the Adams Family song that <laughs> yes. Hammer did the same Ooh. year. You think Hammer turned this down because what? he got the Adams Family? Yeah, he was like, nah, I, I'm too busy writing five words for a rap about the Adams Family. What, yeah. was the, what was that song? How did that song go, the Adams Family rap? He just says Adams Family over and over again. No, there it's, was like, they, li- they live how they like want to live, live, play how they, they want to play. Something they want to something. Over. Yeah, so, it, it, it's one chorus just repeated ad nauseum until you want to blow your brains out yeah <laughs> are you guys familiar with dj jazzy jeff and the fresh princes princes song uh nightmare on my street yes yeah. okay so you know that they basically wrote a rap song it was you know, a pretty big hit about, about freddy krueger right and then they got sued and then the fat boys made a rap song for the movie that is awful yeah right um there is like something about the the late 80s early 90s like trying to like rope hip-hop into mainstream american film like just executives had a real hard time figuring out how to how to make money off off the street hey man don't speak poorly about the fat boys disorderly (laughs) orderlies was a masterpiece okay (laughs) this is it's that same time era when you know, like old white guys who had car dealerships were like, the kids like hip hop. Let's have a rap commercial. Yeah. Rachel, I, I, I believe we've mentioned this before, but Teen Witch. Oh, yeah. Have you guys seen Teen Witch? Teen uh, Witch? Which is not Teen Sabrina Witch. the Teenage Witch? No, no, no. It's, oh, Teen, it's Teen, not. Witch, Teen Witch is a movie that is just a masterpiece. Uh, it's ringing a bell. It's, so it we, was on the Disney Channel like hmm. all the time, all the it's, time. Yeah, if it's it was on Disney Channel, there's a good chance I watched it. 
we will post the rap scene from Teen Witch into our oh, Facebook no. group and tweet it because it's it's the best example of people not understanding rap mm-hmm. but wanting to make money off of it that I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. This conversation's really putting me in the mood to watch Crush Groove. <laughs> Was that- I'll watch that movie like twice a year. I love that movie. Was there a rap did, scene did in Mac the- and Me? Oh, oh, yeah, it took place in a McDonald's. Oh, yeah, that whole weird McDonald's moment. Uh, I feel like that was a rap but, song. That but movie back is to what just you were one saying, entire Rachel, weird moment. Isn't that whole movie just a McDonald's advertisement? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't it, like, produced by McDonald's? Yes. I, Reese's Pieces, that E.T. thing worked out really well. We want one for Ronald. Pretty but getting much. back to what Rachel was saying, I did one, one time on Record Store Day buy the soundtrack to Crush Groove which came oh. on an orange record. It was beautiful. Nice. And, along with four hours worth of Tom Waits. <laughs> Wait, Rachel was the, okay. not on happy the Crush with me Groove album? No, 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 Crush no. Groove, oh. I was fine. The Tom Waits albums, I was, I was about to kick him out of the house. I'm like standing in line to pay, and I'm like, Rachel hates Tom Waits. Why am I doing this? I'm never going to get to listen to these records. Because you don't hate Tom because Waits. Because one day you're going to have a podcast and it's going to be a really entertaining story to tell. <laughs> like Every time you're you're gone for the day, it's like, yes! I like rush to the record player, put on Crush Groove, and then like have lined up all of these Tom Waits records. <laughs> I was just going to go on the record that Tom Waits is great and Rachel is wrong. <laughs> thank okay. you we, thank we don't you. do that anymore on this show <laughs> no no no, no. I, I know I'm in the minority with Tom Waits but it, it something about him just no it, no t- uh, Tom, Tom Waits is pineapple on pizza yeah. I've been saying this for a while yeah. now like yeah. you either love it or you hate it and there's this gigantic division between the two there's no one there's, who's just like okay well, with it it's yeah, like I, hate to, I hate to crap on your theory but I'm just kind of okay with it <laughs> well my favorite my favorite quote about Tom Waits is that Tom Waits can write the world's most beautiful love song, and then he will shout it through a megaphone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He once said his favorite sound in the world is the sound of an orchestra tuning up. Yes. That is a neat sound. And I'm like, you're right, man. The, uh, <laughs> the Eagles covered one of his songs for their On the Border album. They did the song Old 55, and Glenn Fry always liked to tell the story of Tom Waits hated our version of this song. <laughs> And then he got the check. Tori Amos does a Tom Waits cover, and it's she covered, beautiful. She covered time. Listen. That's a really good cover. Yeah, yeah. It's, and it's beautiful. But I can't listen to him. You said time, oh. and the first thing that popped into my head was the Hootie and the Blowfish song. It's <laughs> a good song too. It's not the same song, right? No, it's not the same. Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to turn this into a conversation about Tom Waits. I just wanted to talk about Crush Groove <laughs> for a moment. Can we talk about Kino? We can talk. We about can totally Kino. talk about Kino. I don't, I don't really have anything to say about Kino. Speaking <laughs> of someone who's having his groove crushed, um, <laughs> so we cut to the scene of Splinter and Kino meditating in the uh, the lair. Which, for some reason, in in this shot at thirty seconds, there's kind of this wide shot. It looks a lot smaller, and I'm not sure if it's a different side of the subway car or what. But this makes the layer look very tiny wait a minute this looks like the old layer it does a little bit but 
you can see the subway car on the right, and you can also see the recycled dudes sign that we see, you know, a little <sighs> earlier that we see prior in the movie. Um, so it's the same place. It's just a weird shot of it. I think this might be the same angle from when they first enter the the lair several minutes ago. Mm. Um, just slightly redressed, but anyway, Kino's the lights are down. Yeah, the you know, lights Splinter's are down. trying to get him to meditate. He's like, "I'm just gonna light a few candles, burn some incense, turn off the lights, put on some Barry White." No, <laughs> no, no. It's it's that plinky plinky spa music. <laughs> Is that the technical term? Yes, plinky plinky spa. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I also just thought you said the plinky ska music. <laughs> Sure, that could work. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. That is not music you can meditate to. I don't know. Um, I know a lot of people who basically commit to ska music as a religion, uh, but that's neither here nor there. Um, today on Turtles Minute, random musical discussions. Yeah, this is. I I, I just had a, a terrible thought. If you, if anyone knows the band Ween, um. You know, it would be a terrible song for a spa ice castles. Oh God, that song! <laughs> we'll we'll have to share it at the Facebook yeah. group. I can get the. I've only ever managed to get thirty seconds into that song it before it changes I have to change speed. It. It's it's awful, but it's also pretty okay. Fun. I have a friend who said he wants to get married to that music. <laughs> uh, had a friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Kino is trying to meditate, and he can't. And he just kind of, you know, grunts in frustration and stands up. And he's so frustrated because he thinks he should be fighting there with the guys. And Splinter's all like, no. He is, harsh, he is harshing Splinter's buzz right now. He's really harshing his mellow, yes. Kids these days, they just need instant gratification. I mean, this kid's been meditating for all of five seconds. And he still hasn't, rec- he still hasn't uh, had <laughs> inner peace. Yeah. And he just gives up immediately. I mean, come on. Where's the commitment? I mean, if Buddha did that, we wouldn't have Buddhism. This is very true. I have. <laughs> he was just sit- if he was just sitting under the Bodhi tree for five minutes, it was like somebody else would have done. Do- somebody else would have done it. It would have been called like Johnism. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't working. Where is my gun? <laughs> Give me a gun and a prostitute. Oh my god! <laughs> Good lord! <laughs> Wait a second. I feel like I missed a gag somewhere. Am Sorry, I on a different I page? The most outlandish thing for Buddha to say. That's, Whoa. You're, you're on it. That's it. I have a theory here. Can I run it by you guys? Sure. So this scene has always troubled me because Kino is introduced in this film as a kid with exceptional martial arts prowess. He can hold his own in a fight. So much to the fact that he impresses the Foot Clan into letting him join, right? He can clearly take care of himself. However, in this moment, and... Basically, for the rest of the movie, there's he doesn't do much in the way of martial arts. He's kind of grounded. He's been grounded for a while. I feel like this is the filmmakers or executives or somebody going, ah, you can know martial arts kids out there watching, but you shouldn't ever use it. Yeah. <laughs> to me, Kino just feels in this moment like a giant PSA, the same way that the Turtles not having weapons is. It's like an overcorrection for sensitive parents. Like, uh, leave the fighting to the giant turtles, kids. That's a distinct possibility. Yeah, and in this metaphor, like, the giant turtles are, like, the police, and Kino's, like, you know, my friends on the playground. I don't know. You should should only fight in comically oversized rubber suits, and it should Mm -hmm. all be very Looney Tunes-esque. And (laughs) also choreographed by (laughs) grown-ups. Yes. Yes. 
There should be Foley yeah. of kicks or are no kicks. Or <laughs> if you need to join a gang. That's the other time you can do it. So Which I also wouldn't recommend. Which, which is also a bad idea. Don't join Don't a do gang, that. kids. <laughs> um but yeah, that was sort of my issue with this. And that's that really that's sort of the last thing that I had for this minute. Uh, other than Splinter saying, you have youth, I have experience, and those who have both are fighting. And I was kind of like, wait, are Kino and Splinter like part of some weird sidekick Voltron that we don't know about? <laughs> they exist to occasionally show up and shoot arrows uh, at ropes. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Did the or deliver pizza. Did the writers forget about Kino? Was this a post scene where they had to come back and shoot it? <laughs> They're like, oh my god, Kino. Yeah. Well, Maybe. he he gets involved in a little bit, and I don't I don't think you're gonna be around when we see it, unfortunately, Duff. But he does make an appearance at the Dock Shore Club a little later. Um, we'll leave that for those minutes. But uh, it does feel a little bit afterthoughtish, doesn't it? Yeah. Really yeah. takes you out of the Vanilla Ice moment. Yeah. I mean, cause think about it for a second. How dare they? You you already have four talented ninjas. Why not add a fifth? Nobody likes to be the fifth ninja wheel. I guess not. But if you're, I don't know. If I knew someone that was good at fighting and I was tired of fighting, I'd be like, come help me, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tag out. Yeah. Look, yeah. the Freebirds did it all the time. I mean, it seems the four like horsemen. Uh, Splinter, when, when need arises, can fight. So you have two other people. Right? Yeah. Oh my God, Scott! Is Kino the Xavier Woods of this group? <laughs> yes. He just shows up at the at the club with a trombone. He's the wah, surprise entry. Wah, wah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, Adam, how have we not done a wrestling podcast yet? Oh yeah, because there's a billion of them. We tried. We did one episode. Oh yeah. Whatever happened to that? Anyway. Uh, I guess that's the end. Does anyone have any final thoughts for this minute? Oh, wait a minute. I had one more. Fi- oh, no, that's for next one. Anyone have any final <laughs> thoughts for this minute? I'm sorry. I scrolled ahead in my notes being nope. a bad host. No. Nope. Um, Rachel, you were recently a, a guest on another show, weren't you? Yes. I did another episode of Gilmore Ball Z with friend of the show Grant and his lovely wife, Paige. Um, I'm not sure when it's going to air because we just recorded it, but I wanted to promote it. And if you aren't aware of Gilmore Ballsy, please go check it out because they're great people and they, they could always use your support. Yeah. And they're fun on Twitter too. They really are. <laughs> uh, and Duff, once again, tell us where we can find you. Afreepodcast.com. Afreepodcast.com. Free to visit, com. free to download. Unless you want to give us some money, then I guess it's not free, but you didn't have to. Money doesn't suck. That's always a good thing. You should give them some money. We have merch you can buy. <laughs> there you go. And I'm assuming the money goes towards noble causes like uh, you know, our hosting. food, shelter, web hosting. That's always good. Yeah. Yeah. That's a type of shelter so for, for data. <laughs> yes, it's a data <laughs> house. Make sure you guys go check out afreepodcast.com. I got that right? Yes. Thank okay. You. And uh, TMNTMinute.com for all your Ninja Turtles needs. Get us on Instagram, at TMNTMinute, Twitter, all that fun stuff. And we will see you guys for Minute 73 tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.
that was unsettling. 